back to Last Choice on the Left, a horror podcast by Last Choice Network. I'm Chris. And I'm Lauren. And tonight we are thrilled to welcome our benevolent overlord, James Earl Ayers III, head of Last Choice Network. Welcome, oh magnificent one. Wow, that was that was quite the intro there, Chris. Thanks for having me on your show, but I feel like I'm being forced to be here. As you know, the horror genre is not uh, one of my favorites. Well, there's, you know, uh, first time for everything, and, you know, we can always twist you over to the dark side, and that's what we're trying to do. Yes. So what are we so talking tonight, about? So tonight we are talking about my most anticipated movie of 2021, a movie that was supposed to come out a year ago, but thanks to the dark times, was postponed for an entire year. Because they did not want to release it on streaming, but then at the last minute made the decision to release it on streaming day and date with the theatrical release, Halloween Kills. So, uh, as you know, Halloween is my most favorite horror franchise. My favorite, I don't even think most favorite is an actual correct thing to say. I don't think something can be your most favorite. But it is my favorite movie of all time, which may surprise a lot of people because uh, they would assume it's something Star Wars or Marvel or Harry Potter related. No, it's Michael Myers terrorizing babysitters in 1978. So, Lauren, uh, do you have any thoughts on the Halloween franchise? Well, I was a fetus when those movies came out. Um, but I've seen them. I've seen all of them. I saw them with my dad. Uh, I loved them. I got hooked immediately, needed to know more, wanted to see more. Um, I love that somebody so tall and so slow can murder so many people. I thought that was beautiful. <laughs> um, I saw the newest one in theaters with my sister and my brother. Loved it. And we have been anticipating the next one ever since it was announced and as soon as you know the dark times happened we were all very upset because i really want to know what happens next <laughs> they left it on a little cliffhanger and i just need to know you know <laughs> and what about you james have you uh, watched any of the halloween movies i know horror is not your thing but you know i I, I've seen the original. Uh, I can't remember how long ago. Uh, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, throughout the 80s was was everything. Uh, so I'm sure at one point my father has forced me to watch that. He forced me to watch Poltergeist when I was like seven, which still today scars me every time I see a television with the snow effect, which I know for Peach, you've never experienced that in your life, really. But for me, when I was like my early teen years, Still, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, the TV on most channels went to, a, like, a snow effect. So it was, it was a very realistic thing. Today, anyone sees Poltergeist, they're like, why does the TV look like that? I've never seen that before. I think it would be confusing. But as far as Halloween, I have not kept off on it. I know you're convincing me to go see these in the theater. You have stressed to me that everything between the original and these two, I don't really need to know. Is that correct? 
That is correct. Um, one of the great things about what David Gordon Green did with Halloween 2018 was wipe the slate clean. Uh, so everything after John Carpenter's original is no longer considered canon in this timeline. Uh, although Halloween is kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure story. Um, you have someone like me, who I love all of the films, although I don't know if I can call myself a true Halloween fan because I have not brought myself to watch Season of the Witch yet, um, but it is on my list of things to watch this year, finally. That's Halloween 3, if you were wondering, which has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Um, my favorite timeline prior to 2018 is what I call the Laurie Strode timeline, which was Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O, which was the 20th anniversary of the original. And then I just pretend like resurrection never happened, um, mainly because I can't stand Busta Rhymes electrocuting Michael Myers through his dick with jumper cables. Like, it just... Okay, hold on. Listen, I have I have some questions already. This is before you even mentioned the jumper cables electrocuting someone's package. Uh, Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers? Halloween 3 has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Isn't the whole point of Halloween Michael Myers? Yes, Sorry, I'm, so... I'm dumb and I obviously don't watch the movies and I don't understand what's going on, but it's like having a, you know... Friday the 13th movie without Jason. Yeah, they've done that before, too. Listen, I, I clearly don't follow along with the horror. I am terrified most of the time. It, okay, sorry. You don't have to explain it if you don't want to, but I, I'm, I was just confused that Michael Myers wasn't involved in a movie that was based on Michael Myers. Yeah, so originally Halloween, the original Halloween was meant to be a standalone movie, like most great original horror movies were. Um... Then uh, at the time it came out, it was the most successful. I told you my light would just randomly turn off at some point. I think your room is haunted. Yes, by the spirit of all of Michael Myers' victims. Um, so Halloween, when Halloween came out, it was meant to be a standalone story. They shot it on a budget of $325,000, uh, 25000 of which went to Donald Pleasance who uh, most people know uh, from James Bond. Um, he was the original Blofeld. Uh, then he was also in, uh, I believe, Escape from New York as well. So he's a big John Carpenter. Uh, he's done a lot of John Carpenter movies. Um, but $325,000, it went on to make $70 million. in the box office and uh, until the Blair Witch Project, it was the most successful independent movie of its, uh, of all time. Um, so of course the producers wanted more. So uh, after a legal fight, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, who should always get credit as well. She was uh, one of the writers and producers wrote the story for Halloween two which takes place on the same night as Halloween, and that was supposed to be the end of the Michael Myers character. Uh, John Carpenter then wanted to turn Halloween into an anthology series. So every year there would be a new Halloween movie taking place over the holiday that had nothing to do with Michael Myers. And when Halloween 3 came out, it flopped 
hard. So 10 years after the original in 1988, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers came out. And then a year after that, we got Halloween 5. Uh, in the early 90s, we got Halloween 6. In 98, we got Halloween H2O, which, like Halloween 2018, pretended like nothing after Halloween 2 existed. So 4, 5, and 6 were wiped out of, uh, of um, existence. We then had Resurrection, which I'm sure you have questions about why is Buster Rhymes in a horror movie. Uh, Resurrection killed the brand for a while. In 2007, Rob Zombie uh, remade Halloween. In 2009, his Halloween 2 came out, uh, which I will go on record in saying I actually enjoy. It is what you would expect from a Rob Zombie film, which again killed the franchise until 2018 when Halloween came out. But just called Halloween because now it's the third movie called Halloween in the series. So does that answer your question about the timeline? It sounds like uh, I should just hate Marvel and DC. They've made this whole timeline thing acceptable. You can just jump wherever you want and bring people back. They're like comic book characters, but horror characters. Yeah. That's why I say it is It is the choose-your-own-adventure franchise. So I like the movies. I like Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O. Um, I do like 4, 5, and 6. I don't watch them as much because Halloween 6 gets into some culty shit. And Michael possibly rapes his niece and has a baby with her and then kills her. And that's kind of ew. Resurrection, we pretend, doesn't happen because, again, Buster Rhymes karate kicking Michael Myers out of buildings and electrocuting him through his junk. You know, we also have the anime podcast on Last Choice Network. And so far, listening to your two podcasts, there are a lot of similar themes. Just one's cartoony and Japanese, but someone's always raping their knees or something ridiculous like that or whatever you just said. And ridiculous murders and over the top and very adult themed stuff and then apparently that's just acceptable in horror films too yeah yeah <laughs> well it's ladies and gentlemen movie. welcome to the new podcast that we've brought to you from last choice network the last choice being the key <laughs> word <laughs> good luck <laughs> anyone still listening we appreciate your time <laughs> we definitely do <laughs> lauren are are you big into the uh to the Halloween movies like Chris too? Definitely not as big. Um, I know a little bit of the lore and like the background of them. I, again, like I said, was a fetus when I first saw those movies. So I don't really remember <laughs> all that much that happened. I remember the like newer ones. I've rewatched the original countless times. Um, but I've never really, what I would love to do is like sit down and even the ones that I don't want to watch, I would sit down and just kind of watch them all the way through all of them. I think that'd be really interesting and kind of take notes from like different ones, you know, see what's different, see why is it different, who directed it and who shouldn't have, you know, like there's a lot of movies that go along those lines too. You know, you look at all the Friday the 13th movies. Did there really need to be that many? No. Did they beat it like a dead horse? Kind of. But it happened, and it still is a huge cult following, so obviously they're doing something right. 
Well, and I will say, jumping on the Friday uh, franchise real quick, and the same with Halloween for me, no matter how bad the movie is, I still have a blast watching it, even if it's absolute garbage. And there are some garbage Halloween movies. It is my favorite franchise. I would say I hate Halloween 5 more than any of the other ones. Um, Even Resurrection with Buster Rhymes kung fuing everybody. Um, I was excited for Resurrection because at the time I hated Tyra Banks with a passion. Don't ask me why. It was irrational. Um, And she meets a sticky end in that movie, so that made me very happy and excited. Um, And then... I fell in love with Tyra Banks and felt really bad about being happy she got killed off. Uh, but it's, uh, there are some garbage movies. Uh, the good thing about 2018, I think, is it really brought back the feel of the original. Um, it made Michael Myers uh, really feel like the boogeyman again. If you watch the original, um, that he's referred to as the boogeyman more than anything else. And even in the script, he's referred to as the shape. He, he's a man with no character. He is a blank slate, pure evil. And what they've done with these movies is they've brought him back, stripped away, cult nonsense and familial issues. And he's literally, again, a force of evil wrecking havoc. And I think that's what made Halloween 2018 so successful. And I think that that's what's going to really make Halloween Kills very successful. It is going to be the highest body count in a Halloween movie. Um, I think watching the first trailer, you see somewhere between 10 and 15 people die just in a two-minute trailer. Um, And it's not even main characters. So it's going to be a literal uh, bloodbath. And I, I hope you're ready for that, James. I hope you don't have nightmares that night. I'm definitely uh, probably staying at Milena's after we spend two movies. Actually, you know what? Funny enough, uh, the girlfriend, she uh, has asked if she could come watch both of them as well. Well, you know that the more the merrier and Milena's always welcome to join. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, she's uh, I was like, you know, it's a scary movie. She was like, I know it should be fun. (laughs) Great. Now I have to embarrass myself in front of her, too. It will be filming your reaction. <laughs> if you had it your way, I'm sure. For the next podcast. <laughs> you, you know, what's funny is that the reason she wants to go is listening to your guys' first episode. She said, Lauren has the best laugh she's ever heard, and she can always listen Aww. to Chris talk for hours. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, she's, uh, she's super excited for your guys' next episode to come out, that's for sure. We are, too. <laughs> Well, and I just think that, um, you know, going back to what you said, Lauren, about wanting to watch all the movies, and that is what I do on my Halloween is spent. I will watch Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O. Then I will watch Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween Kills. And I may watch 4, 5, and 6 and the Rob Zombie ones. I, I don't know how many movies I can cram into a 24-hour period, but I'm going to try. Um, but I always watch them as back-to-back-to-back now because um, I can't just stop at one. It, it's like a Lay's potato chip. I just I have to eat the whole bag. I can't eat just one. It's true. 
nobody can just eat one. You can't. If there's somebody out there that can just eat one, contact me because I want to know who you are. What about if it's the last one? Nobody's you need to go buy a new bag. Yeah, that's that's a trip to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lauren, you're planning on going to see these movies as well, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll probably take my siblings. We always go to every horror movie that comes out. At least we try to. Um, they, they love them. I love them. Everybody loves, in my family, everybody's a big horror person except for my mom. She, no, can't do it. Just doesn't God, like you it. Really have to pronunciate properly on this podcast, don't you? What did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's a horror podcast. When I was trying to talk about this on one of our Sunday episodes on the Last Choice podcast, I I have to like definitely make sure I pronunciate properly. And now you're talking about your family and your mom, and you're you're like they're all horror fans, but you gotta be like horror horror fans. Well, I mean, who's not a fan of horrors? Horrors provide a very valuable service. They're people, too. Sex work is real work. Yeah. Fuck bitches make money. <laughs> Legalize it and huh? tax the shit out of it, and oh every state will be out of debt. <laughs> so anyway, next week on our podcast, where we talk about... <laughs> How to monetize? How to monetize? Your... <laughs> wow! And just think, James, this isn't even a live episode. Who knows what is going to be said then? Oh, oh no! Speaking of live, I'm we ready. can give a quick. We, you guys are going to do a live episode the last week of October, I believe, right? To give your reactions on uh, Halloween. Yes, absolutely. So listen, for anyone listening, I'm giving you the fair warning as the kind of run of the show here at Last Choice. That movie will have been, been out for, what, two weeks at that point, Chris and Lauren? Oh, ten days, yes. yeah. yeah. You've had plenty of time to see that movie, to come back and listen to them talk about it, everything that happened in the movie. If you don't want to hear about it because you chose not to go see it or watch it, apparently it's on, you can stream it for free, too? It won't be for free, but it will be on Peacock, and I believe it is just five ninety nine a month, and you can sign up for the one month and then cancel before it renews. So you really have you have all if this is the podcast you're listening to, you have all the opportunities in the world. What is the most exciting? Now, can you kind of give us a? It might be a little spoiler for me, but that's okay. Give us kind of where we left off and where where do you think, since you haven't seen this, where do you think this movie's going to go? So Halloween 2018 is 40 years after the original. Uh, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, has basically turned into the uh, Sarah Connor of Haddonfield. She knows that at some point Michael is going to escape custody uh, and she thinks she's gonna, he's going to go after her. Uh, she is right. He does escape, uh, but he's not going after her in particular. He is just doing what evil does. So Halloween 2018 ends with Lori, her daughter Karen, and her granddaughter Allison trapping Michael in Lori's house. She sets the house on fire. Uh, they are rescued by some rando in a truck driving by, and the movie ends 
on a shot of Allison still holding the knife she used to uh, save her mother from Michael. Halloween Kills picks up immediately after Halloween 2018, and it will basically be the story of uh, the town of Haddonfield, the people of Haddonfield, coming together to end Michael Myers. Yeah. So my question is, just from the trailers alone, they definitely feel like they've built this to be the, the end. But it's a horror franchise that can't stop sucking up people's money, right? There's going to be some sort of loophole or cliffhanger at the end for sure, right? Well, it's funny you say that, James, because in 2022, Halloween Ends comes out uh, to finish the story of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. So there will be at least one more story with this timeline. Um, the way... The team behind it has described it. The first movie, Halloween 2018, was about Laurie Strode's trauma, uh, how it is familial and generational, uh, how it's affected her for 40 years, her daughter, her granddaughter. Halloween Kills is billed as uh, community trauma, and it's how it affected the entire town of Haddonfield, um, how it brings into things like mob mentality, uh, and they also compare it to the protests we've seen uh, over the last year uh, in terms of social justice issues, Black Lives Matter, Me Too, uh, those types of things. They say Halloween Ends is going to be a very different type of movie. It's going to be very contained, much more intimate. They haven't given too many uh, indications of exactly what that means. I'm sure we'll figure it out at the end of Halloween Kills. Um, but they wanted to do three very different movies that tell one cohesive story. Sounds cool. Lauren, are you, are you, I mean, <laughs> you're pretty quiet. Are you excited? You seem so uninterested. No, I, I was just in the conversation. No, listen, I, the reason I have this look, <laughs> I have this thought, you know, Chris likes to make a lot of uh, comparisons. He's, he's like, Oh, she becomes the Sarah Connor. So in my head right now, I was picturing a universe, right? Hear me out. Maybe you guys have something you could play off of here. I'm picturing a universe where Sarah Connor, and what's this character's name? Lori, Laura Stroud? Lori Stroud? Lori Strode. Lori Strode. So you got Sarah Connor, Lori Strode, and Ellen Ripley. Just go around and kill the, like, I want them to go, the three of them together to kill all the aliens <laughs> and end that. Then they come back down to Earth. They they get rid of Michael Myers with the help of a Terminator, probably. And then they save everyone from the whole Terminator complex. Like, well, these just, three women are like the three bad, badass women, in my opinion, these characters, right? Well, and just imagine the universe you'll have there if the Terminator is helping them beat and kill Michael Myers... Because then you go into, so wait about, what about true lies? And is this Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger 20 years later are reuniting for a project? And does that, you know, you can then loop that universe into the story. And then we find out the whole thing is a simulation through Total Recall. And it's a Christmas movie. Surprise. Yeah. And some lady comes out with three nibbles. 
and then rub some. Yeah. Yes. Just that's my favorite. That's everyone's. That's every teenage boy's favorite part of Total Recall, right? Well, the Total Recall. I think the remake was garbage. <laughs> I never saw it. Don't. No. You didn't miss anything. No, I'm very, I'm very excited uh, to go see these movies. Uh, I know you're super ecstatic about it, so it's always fun to go with people that are excited about something because you never know what's going to happen. It's super exciting to go with someone at a movie theater. Like, Chris, I know you're super excited to go. Lauren, I wish you lived closer. We could all go see this together. But, of course, um, reacting to this is going to be funny. And I think you guys are going to bring on Jordan, one of our uh, podcast hosts on on numerous shows as well, that uh, is going to kind of give her live reactions. So I, I am extremely ecstatic to go and experience this especially with earlier you know you watch it at home with a couple of buddies or whatever and it's fine but kind of going to the theater as as the first week or two that it's open i think adds a lot more atmosphere i feel like a horror film horror let me make sure i'm enunciating correctly is a lot more fun with an audience is is that would you guys agree Oh, yeah, absolutely. You get to feed off everybody else's reactions. You know, you got Becky laughing in the back, but Susan's over there screaming. You don't know which one to do, but it's just a good time overall. And it's always great, too, to be in a theater, A, with people who appreciate what you're watching, but B, especially with horror, because when somebody does something stupid, people are screaming at the screen like the person can hear you. You know, there's nothing better than you're watching a movie and people are screaming like, no, you stupid bitch, don't run upstairs, run out the front door. And it's like, she can't hear you, boo. Like, who are you yelling at? I mean, it does, it stresses me out because they make the, the people running away are running, you know, sprinting. But the killer is always just on a stroll. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, guys just walking calmly. Every movie, the Scream guy, the Scream, I don't, I don't know what what the bad guy is called in Scream. I've seen them all. Like just the Scream guy, the mask guy, Ghostface. Ghostface, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I'll make a horror fan out of you yet, James. Wait, yeah, now, do you guys like the the movie Scream? Obviously, kind of mocks a lot of scary films, but it is a it's a horror film. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm, oh, uh, you guys know I'm a huge Call of Duty fan, and last year they did a halloween event where they brought in zombies and you could be um you could get a skin for your character that looked like the saw the jigsaw character with the little squirrely lines on the thing or you could be the guy from texas chainsaw mascar or this other character i've some doctor i didn't really understand the lore behind that but this year the feature skin is Ghostface, which makes sense because there's a new screen movie coming out in january uh, which is bringing back the original cast of Scream. So it's like Halloween 2018. It's a sequel slash reboot of the franchise. It's been about 10 years since the last Scream movie came out. So Now I, I, I have a question. Because I saw the original Scream on my 16th birthday. I vividly remember going, which is January. So is the release of this new Scream the 25th anniversary? This year is the 25th anniversary. The original Scream came out in 1996. And they are actually doing, I believe, this weekend and next weekend, 25th anniversary screenings of the first Scream. Yep. 
that's so pretty that'd cool. Be really exciting. No, are there characters coming back? Yes, the three lead characters, uh, Sydney, Gale, and Dewey are all back. Uh, they're also bringing back a sheriff from Scream Four, and then introducing a whole new cast. All oh, to keep it going. Yes, clearly, as, so, as Hollywood does. It's just a matter of seeing do Gail, Dewey, and Sydney make it out alive in this movie. So far, they've made it through four. Uh, you know, unlike Halloween, Scream has been able to keep the same timeline going for 25 years now, uh, which is kind of amazing. But it'll be really fun to watch, even though it is coming out in January, which is... Usually not a good sign, so fingers crossed. Now, is... Do you... What am I trying to, to word this? Are there certain movies that come out that you guys have never heard of that you just typically really, really get excited about in in the horror genre, the horror franchise? I mean, I got really excited for the Insidious movies. Um, I thought the first one when I saw it was absolutely petrifying. They dropped the ball a little bit on the last one, but that James Wan is probably one of my favorite directors for horror. Um, he does also the Conjuring movies, and I haven't seen it yet, but Malignant is his newest movie that just came out in September, and I plan on finding some streaming service that I can get for free <laughs> just to see it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I prefer more um, like ghost i guess stories over like slasher films but you can never go wrong with a good slasher film <laughs> and i obviously my favorite subgenre of horror is definitely slasher films but i just love a good scary movie um i think for me uh, i'm kind of the same way where if it's a certain director i will go even if i know nothing about the movie if i see that it's james wan or back in the day, John Carpenter, Wes Craven. No matter what it is, I would go see it. Um, I have to say one that I had no idea what it was about that I fell in love with was The Strangers. I mean, if you want to talk about... That um, which messed is messed up movie. More of a psychological horror film, more than anything else. Uh, and again, the sequel, they kind of dropped the ball with a little bit, but I love the sequel to that movie. Um, so yeah, it's fun to find movies that you know nothing about that suck you in and you're like, tell me more. I want this to go on forever. Some do, some don't, but yeah, it's definitely, uh, I will, if I see it's a horror movie, I will probably go check it out at some point. Yes. And then don't get me started on foreign horror films that they do shitty american remakes of um usually if you see it's there's an american version watch the foreign version because that's probably going to be better is that I'm true with the it, ring i think the ring is one of the few that the american version was probably just as good as the original there's uh the grudge is a remake isn't it mm-hmm I, I hate the grudge because they teased that you were going to get to see. Uh, what was her name? Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. They teased like <laughs> you were going to get to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer in a shower scene. 
but nothing well, you happens. Did. Not really. I mean, it's She's it's not washing her hair and a hand comes and grabs her. Yeah, but there was a shower scene. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, my te- yeah. my early teenage self was super excited to use my imagination at the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and we'll talk about her history. She's you know done some great horror movies too, like the Scooby Doo movies. No. Yes. <laughs> Rope. Rope. Honestly, though, when I was a kid. Yo, Scooby Doo scared me. I'm not gonna lie. There's lots of ghost stories in there. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'd like to see that, but an adult version, I think that would be very interesting. (laughs) Where we finally confirm that the main ingredient of Scooby snacks is weed, because why else is Shaggy eating those and stealing them from Scooby? Yeah. I mean, for real though, dude eats a lot of food and is really skinny. And I'm just gonna go out and say it: Velma's a lesbian. Don't fight me. Don't fight me. <laughs> I'm claiming her as one of ours. It's been it's been confirmed. Last Choice Network by you guys Chris. heard it here. <laughs> you what chose. You chose. Your last choice was to be here, and that's what you're getting confirmed today. And you love it. Yes. So, James, I will say I'm super excited to see this movie with you, both of these movies, because there's nothing more fun for me than watching scary movies with people who don't particularly care for scary movies. Yeah, there'll be a lot of... watch it like this, with my hands on my face. Which Which is always odd for me, because maybe it's because I've been watching scary movies for as long as Lauren's been alive. Um, but they're not scary to me. Like they don't, there's very few movies where I have to cover my eyes. Listen, I'm going to make sure there's nothing under my bed. When I get home, all the closets will be checked. I might sleep with all the lights on. The windows will be double checked for locking. It's going to be a lot of security protocols that night. You'll be fine. Or I won't, then you'll feel bad. No. Like I said, if something happens, we'll report on it because we're the horror podcast. So <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll put, you know, we'll make it memorable. It'll be okay. Give our pieces. <laughs> and James will finally understand why when I go to the theater to see movies, I sit in the last row. So no one can be behind me. That's a good point. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you again, James, for joining us today here on Last Choice on the Left, a horror podcast brought to you by the good folks at Last Choice Network, a.k.a. James. Uh, Next week will be our first live show uh, with James joining us again to uh, give his reactions to his traumatizing evening of watching Halloween and Halloween Kills back-to-back. Uh, plus maybe uh, another special guest star joining us. Again, I've been Chris, and you can follow me at at cmharger78 on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Lauren, and you can follow me at twitch.tv slash anxiouspeach13. And James, is there anywhere where our listeners can follow you? Yeah, they can just look up uh, twitch.tv slash Network, or you can go under YouTube, Last Choice Network. 
Or if you want to listen to all of our podcasts, whether it's horror, anime, we do a game show, live game shows on Wednesday night called Around the Discord that's in the gaming and entertainment industry. It's kind of like Around the Horn from ESPN, if you're familiar with that. Uh, you can catch those the live stuff we do on twitch.tv, Last Choice Network, or the, re- the video recordings at the YouTube channel, Last Choice Network. And then, of course, every podcast is put onto all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, anything you can think of, Stitcher, Google, Amazon. They're all there for you guys to listen. The easiest way to find everything is just type in Last Choice Network and all of our listings will come up for you. But thank you guys so much for having me on your show. I was really excited and uh, I am terrified to go see this movie. Thanks As you for should joining be. us. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. I hope to see you guys uh, next week. Thanks, oh, absolutely. Jim. Bye. <laughs>